Aiden Bielefeld <laughs> in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing, Aiden? I'm actually I'm fantastic. I just had a little, little therapy session, like an actual therapy session. Mm. So I'm feeling feeling great. It was it was fantastic. She she let she let me she let me know that that I have to that what I what I do when I normally talk to people uh-huh. it's weird. I should stop doing it. Oh, and that um, is, well, uh, and I that know. is, I I come up like, like I formulate my responses in such a way that it's like I'm writing an essay. So yeah, you do do that. Yeah. So <laughs> I if think I, we'll... Jack to the to the uh, <laughs> podcast listeners, if I take like extremely long pauses, it's because I'm I'm not I just just know that I'm not stupid. I I'm actually much smarter than you. I like that. That's actually. Yeah, I, I, I like should, that answer. Cl- I think we should clip that. Um, yeah. Um. So what was this like? A real therapy session no, thing? Or was this, this like BetterHelp? This, this actually happened. This. Oh. This yeah. Was, yeah. I was gonna say. I, I, you didn't go to BetterHelp.com/slash. We should start a podcast. I no, feel bad I, for bringing it back. I feel bad for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I went. I, I go to a go to a real doctor. Um, Therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist, Name, address. Um, it's yeah. So her office, it, it, I don't know. her office is like a little, like a little white box, and all the, all the, all the walls are, are nice and soft. You're tapping the desk, Aiden. Are they padded? <laughs> um, are the walls padded? Yeah, in case you why, like. Why would well, why else would it be soft, Noah? Oh. They're padded in case, he, in case he kicks her. They're, they're padded, and it, she's she's kind of like on the ceiling, and there's a little window, and she looks down at me, and I. <laughs> and you're in a little cage. It's like a Catholic confession. <laughs> and they give you this really it's cool. Less right. Yeah. I assume. <laughs> they gi- they give you this really cool coat to wear that where you're giving yourself a big hug. No, there's no coat. Oh, not yet. And they put sticks in your mouth so you don't like break your teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they inject you with high amounts of insulin. Is that something people what? What? Is that, is that real? Is, yeah, is that insulin shock happens? therapy. It used to be a thing. It was like it's like on the level of the lobotomy for like treatments. It used to be used. So you're telling me that they'll give like depressed people insulin, but yeah. will not give people who are diabetic yeah. right. so insulin. Right. Yeah. Insulin shock therapy or insulin coma therapy was a form of psychiatric treatment in patients uh, where uh, they were repeatedly injected with large doses of insulin in order to produce daily comas over several weeks. Uh Talk yeah. about talking like you're writing an essay, Jack. I am so, reading an essay. So, yeah, I had my, my therapy, I popped the perk, and now I'm here somehow. You can, you can I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. So, Aiden, uh, you play tennis and stuff. I do play tennis. Yeah. You formerly played tennis. Yeah, I'm actually wearing a tennis shirt. Am I allowed to? No. I don't know. Rod Bowie, actually, on the topic, Rod Bowie officially left the tennis group chat. Um, today. Did he? <laughs> and that made me really sad, and everybody got a notification for it. Is that my your da- little brother? My dad. His, his dad. Why my was dad. your dad in the tennis group chat? Because, like, all the parents are in it. Oh. Yeah. And it's, it was, like, the group me, where we, like, sent out, like, schedules and information oh. and stuff. Yeah, my dad was in it. He left today. I'm still in it. <laughs> you should leave right, you should leave right now. I will, actually. <laughs> I'm going to leave right now. Make sure everybody gets that notification. Yeah. Let me know if you get the notification, Aiden. My phone. Oh, Rod Bowie's left the group on it. <laughs> Your dad's name is Rod? Rodney, Rodney, yeah. Rod Bowie. 
My dad's name's come up multiple times on this podcast. Ro- now. Rodney Martin Luther King Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call him at work. Rodney Martin Luther King Jr. Bowie. No, no, no. The original. Oh, yeah. The cool yeah. one. Right. <laughs> Did you get the notification? No, my, I just put my phone to not disturb because I predict that my my pussy doctor mommy is. <laughs> Uh, he's going to call. He <laughs> <laughs> said it way too confidently. Way too confidently. He's going to call me. This is not the first time that you've said that sentence. <laughs> yeah, she probably will call you. I've got or me. Or me. She's been around. Uh, when we first came down here, there was a Fortnite setup that I feel like as though we rudely interrupted. Yeah, we uh, had to kick all of my siblings out of the basement. <laughs> well, all of them. my one sibling who was playing with all of her friends, but they're basically my siblings. Uh, the area in which there's usually a piano is now yeah, a uh, desk with a tiny monitor and next spot. The, the piano got moved. There's now <laughs> Fortnite setup. The yeah. other Fortnite setup is just a smaller TV in front of a bigger TV. Yeah, well, I don't understand that one. Uh, the big TV has a uh, refresh rate of like six seconds oh yeah, you turn the volume up and then like it doesn't go so you turn it up more and then before you know it it's like <laughs> feels like you're like i don't know so she, in like ukraine she's that's that's kind of what my yeah. car is like like my bluetooth audio is is super quiet i have to put it at like 70 to, mm-hmm. to, to hear it at all and then occasionally my bluetooth will disconnect and i'll get fm radio <laughs> and it, it'll shake and yeah then, you know, I swerve off the road and I run into a, a lamppost and I don't have my seatbelt on. I go flying through and I just happen to land in somebody's bed. But It's unfortunate when that happens, really. Yeah, I, I hate it when that happens. It's happened me. a few times to me there's, just in the past yeah, there's year. There's a huge epidemic of just of, of children being. dying all the time. And being in the road when they're not supposed to be. Yeah, it's actually, yeah. it's ridiculous. I, there was a, there was a little girl just as I was coming here, and I I went I went past I went past your house mm-hmm. because I wanted. Oh, to... Oh, my I, sister's friend. One I of my wanted... sister's friends just left and went home no. across the street. No, this was like a little oh. girl, like a like a, yeah. like a tiny one. Yeah. No, we're talking like six years old. Why is your sister? Isn't your sister like? It was one of the girl's sisters. Okay. Yeah, she oh. just left. Yeah, and she like she was like she was like two feet from the road mm-hmm. sprint and then Somewhere. and then dead yeah. stop. And I thought like I was gonna hit her. I was gonna yeah. be like, oh well, but I got really lucky. Well, right. and, and I didn't kill her. I mean, we have a deal with the squirrels. We, and this was actually a Jerry Seinfeld quote. Uh-huh. We don't hit them in the road, or no, they get out of the way, uh-huh. so that we don't hit them in the road, and you know, we kind of. Just let them be. They would just let them, you know, scurry around and do their thing. Mm-hmm. We don't have the same deal with the children. The children don't have to get out of the road for us. No, I think that it's a, a trial by fire. No, because the same girl I, I pulled into one of your neighbor driveway, neighbor's driveways to back out because I always get lost in your neighborhood. And she, like, she got very close to my car for no reason. Like, I thought that maybe she thought that she knew me. Yeah. She was walking up to it. I know who the girl is. I mean... I'll go up and tell her mom after this. She's a threat. We should beat her ass. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like eight on the topic of driving as a new as a newly licensed driver. Aiden's had his license for what month? Oh no, not even a month. (laughs) Three days. Three days. Let's go. I saw you post it Saturday. (laughs) That's crazy. Um, I've I've come to realize how much of a nuisance bikers are Mm -hmm. to society, and just as a little thought experiment, if you had to like. 
kill like it, okay pretend there were just a bunch of pedestrians tied to like i don't know it doesn't matter what they're tied to and then this you, sadistic and you can fuck, bro you can you can pour gasoline all over them and light them on fire or you can pour gasoline all over the bikers and light them on fire but the pedestrians are all like like mid-tier criminals like non-violent robbery of a bank kind of thing would you do well, them? What did the, the cyclists do? Just cycle? What? They, okay. are, they are they are the, uh, <laughs> the the largest donors to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. I'm pouring gasoline on the pedestrians. Aiden, and... the, the only reason why the trolley problem works is because you can't stop the trolley. This one, you're just <laughs> choosing to kill <laughs> either 10 people or one Not pour gasoline on people. Yeah, I really hate bikers. If you're a biker... <laughs> I am a Kill biker. yourself. Do you mean like bi- like bicycle or like because I hate both of them. Oh, you mean no? I mean I'm I'm I mean the people cyclists. That, you mean, yeah, ding I mean ding. cyclists? I don't, oh, I don't understand the problem. Like like, there's no reason for you to be on on the same roads as me. And come on, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Just just something for you to think about. Yeah, yeah I'll think for, about food it. Food for thought. Aiden recently failed all of his AP exams. Yeah, how, 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 how did that okay, go for this you? Is, yeah. This is a weird piece of propaganda coming <laughs> coming from somebody as... Um, Careful. Yeah. So much better than, than Jack. Uh, I agree with that. Mentally, like... It, <laughs> Why'd you oh, put no, a marker I, I when was, you said that? that. Else, I <laughs> um, it's because I... Uh, <laughs> One of the audio, um, somebody spiked where it like yeah, probably, clips. Probably so I had to, it so, was a really, it was a very heavy breath. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably me. Okay. Coming from somebody that's so much better mentally than Jack. Mm-hmm. It, this, this is, a, I agree. This is a weird line of thinking he's going. He's been touting the fact that. Aiden got a 90 on his SAT. That's, <laughs> that's <It's> impressive. <laughs> literally impossible. Never been done. Um, has actually probably hopefully never been done god forbid mm-hmm. um lebron james got an 870 that was that was shocking he's an 870 yeah. so if he can if he, he's a billionaire he has an 870 so i can Aiden got a negative 110 on math and a 200 on reading according according to my actual sat scores if lebron got an 870 he's a billionaire i should be like a like a 1.7 billionaire really <laughs> yeah i don't know what the actual math is anyway that's not what we're talking about but jack's been writing everywhere that he possibly could that i got a two on a push and then like a two on calculus and then mm-hmm. on uh physics you got lol so LOL, far i on chemistry it's like, you got cry and cry yeah cry and cry um but that's not actually what happened let's talk about APs for a second let's talk so about my APs. actual predictions i have no idea what i got in a push it's probably a three or a four physics neither of you took physics no it's a bad isn't it? it was that was i've i've never like felt stupider than, than walking out of that room. And that says a lot about Yeah, I heard me. a lot I'm, about that. Like, I'm a terrible person. So mm-hmm. it takes a lot for me to, be, to like, have have reflection <laughs> on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel like you let Mr. Ash down? I, I kind of do. But, it, like, a 55% is a 5. But, I like, maybe what? I got, like, a 30%. Maybe you did. Yeah. A 50, so, that's, that's so hard. It's a 55% is a 5. Yeah, brutal so test. I, I don't know. I, I was, like, I was so confident I was going to get a 5. I think I got, like, a 2. Calculus, I got a 5. Chemistry, I definitely got a 5. But Really? Yeah, like, I thought chemistry was supposed to be really hard. It, no, it's it was that was, it was so easy. I think I, that's just something I'm good at. Like we should. <coughs> I didn't even tell anyone this, but we're <laughs> we're doing uh for one of our episodes in July is AP score live reveal. So the first time me and Noah look at our scores will be. You didn't at tell this me table. this. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. Well, now you know. Um, <laughs> the first time me or Noah look at our scores, it will be at this table. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should probably be a part of that. I could, except I actually have a different engagement of live AP scores, uh, score reveals at at a Chili's. Oh. Um, uh, with who? With a bu- a bunch of goons. Um, I like it. Mm. They're, they're, it's it's really just the physics class. Oh. First period, Mr. Ash. So. They sound yeah, like yeah. some troublemakers. So is this what like Carter? It's Carter and Brady and Austin and yeah. Daniel Kaspadinov and Drew Mack and yeah. it's, a, it's a bunch of people. But. Selena. Gomez, Alterman. Oh. Is she in your uh, physics? <laughs> yes. Is she going to be there? Probably not. She'll be at her graduation party in Grand Rapids, Ohio, that I won't I, be going to. I think. Did you get invited to that? Yeah. Oh. Cool. I don't think I'll be going. Who is graduating? I think she's actually going to. She's doing her graduation party in Grand Rapids, Ohio, because right. her house. Not to put her house spot, Selena. If you're, if you're listening Ooh. to this, I hope you're not. You're not. Yeah. Uh, I was actually just going to say this. Um. Anyway, no. She's she's probably going to be in Argentina building houses for children. When that happens, so. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> yeah. Why? Um, what do you mean, why? Do you need I, a reason? I don't really know. Why are they it not seems built? Like, like a waste. Like, if you were going to do it to, like, get into college or something. Yeah, she's already in college. She's already right? in college. Like, mm. I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just me, though. Um, it's me, too. Yeah. Yeah, so. She's probably not going to be there, but unfortunately, I have a prior engagement at Chili's. But I think I could come here first, and then... No, I... no, no. You guys all call us. So we do ours here, and you do yours there. No, 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 no. And we, your phone call could be loud. We go to Chili's. We set this up at a Chili's Do you have any idea how difficult that'd be? No, I have no mm-hmm. idea. It took me like three hours to get that this working here. Okay, but... When I, when I leave this setup, I unplug this, this, and this, and I walk away without touching anything. Because I'm scared. Well, mm-hmm. it looks like you have a bomb. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a great episode so far. This is very good. Back to APs. Yeah. Yes. Uh, calculus. Got Prediction. It. You I, didn't say I, anything. I think I got a five. You think so? I, I think I got a five. There's no reason for me to to, to not have done well on that test. But, what, about, uh, what about a push? A push? I yeah. said it a three or a four. Yeah, I think you but that, I, that's, I also think I got a three or four. That class, I don't know. I'm a very good test taker, but I don't do any work. So that class was actual, like, help for me. <laughs> um, not to not to out myself. Aiden uh, did not do good in A push. Yeah, I have a D minus right but, now. I'm fixing it. God bless you, Mr. Stein. What do you for mean? Letting, for letting me fix it. What yes, you, God bless you, Mr. Stein. you about to ask what, I, what do I mean I have a D minus? No, what do you mean fixing it? The school year's over. He's it's, taking the exam. No, th- I'm not taking the exam. <laughs> I don't think I'm doing that. Oh, really? Although, I never, How did you get out of it? He's <laughs> the only person taking I never, the exam. I never had him sign my opt-out, but I just really didn't uh, feel like... Because like I like I actually can't talk to the man anymore. I'm so scared of him because he's going to be like, Aiden, you are failing my class. I hate you. You're stupid. You're Aiden, worthless. You should be ashamed. Um, then you're going to get a five on the exam, and then he's going to be like... That would actually be so funny. I anyway, what did you get in the... Uh, what did you get in A-Push? This semester? Or this quarter? Yeah, this semester. Uh, this semester? Uh, A-minus I got an A-minus, too. Yeah. Good for you guys. Mm-hmm. Well, was A push a stressor for you? Oh, uh, I mean the homework and stuff. No, no. It, it took it took like half an hour of googling. I just by into the show and just clown on him. Yeah. I think it's just the kind of thing I'm not, I'm just not not cut out for. So Perez was the same way. Yeah, Perez was <laughs> Perez was the same way, but like I don't know. I passed his class. You're passing Steins. No, no. officially. Well, 
you realize, you realize that's a point. You seven, get the high school credit. It's a point seven on my transcript. <laughs> yep, but you get the high school credit. It counts towards your graduation. Yeah. Um, Just ain't gonna help very much with the whole uh, college thing. With that whole it's, GPA, it's not, gonna, it's not gonna stay a D minus by the good graces of Mr. Stein. Um, if any of his children or he himself are listening, I think one. I think Paige is gonna be on the show. God bless you. Um, don't. <laughs> You're letting not, Paige not, in not the God basement. God bless the children. God bless. The, the father yeah mm. son of the holy spirit that's a big lie by the way let's talk about the bible um <laughs> stein to the bible is a perfect is, transition yeah my favorite biblical topic. figure uh is is trevor packer but we'll talk about that later yeah so bible um, why bible. this is this has been like ruminating my mind for basically my entire life and that's I think what the show is for in yeah so to recount the Bible for mm-hmm. those who may be unfamiliar, it's a book, <laughs> and there's this Haven't guy. Read, wouldn't know. We're having a, a Jewish this, boy there, tell there, us about the there's Bible. This, there's this, there's a man and a woman, and they didn't love <laughs> each other very much. No. But by 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 some miracle, miracle being God. Yes. Woman gets pregnant anyway. Oh. Right. And. Story of my life. Woman has a baby. <laughs> Baby grows up. Baby uh, sp- tells a bunch of lies and tells everybody he's special, and then baby dies. Um, but baby wasn't a baby anymore. He was an adult, b- mm. by the way. Um, yeah, so Mary didn't actually get pregnant by God. Like, can we agree that God didn't? Well, uh, I, since I am Jesus because my mom was single at the time of my conception. That's right. That's I, true. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah. So with yeah, me being the no second coming that? of yeah, maybe why Mary, am I not Jesus? Maybe Mary had artificial insemination. Yeah. yeah. Maybe well, she think, went to a sperm I think bank. What actually happened is that's that, probably is that Peter, Peter the apostle, oh. he like cleansed like a bunch of people were probably writing about like biblical times sperm banks, oh. and then he he like he like cleansed all them. He like burnt all the books that that talked about the, the sperm banks. But no, what actually yeah. happened? That Mary cheated on her husband, got pregnant, and then told Joseph, "No, I didn't. How could I do that?" And then told the baby he was special, and then the baby like ruined the rest of human history. I kind of like that interpretation. Like I, I really, people make it so much more complicated than it needs to be. Um, Judaism is the one true religion. I, I like this uh, rhetoric that Jesus was just Jon Snow, the this bastard is... child. Okay, so. So far. Okay, we... so since Christianity is such like a common religion, right? Yeah. And so easy to clown on. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I've seen hundreds of TikToks following that exact same logic. Have you ever had somebody argue like that your religion's crap? Well, if they're, Are you if ready? they're not in a racist way, like if they're, they're not in a like, what is the religion? Anti-Semitic. And, well, no, but like, what's the general term for discrimination against religion? Or, uh, anyway, yeah. Have you not in like an anti-Semitic way, like in a like like what you just did there? Like, is there I, an argument I, you can make, like a very I easy mean, one like okay, that? Okay, like if they're Christian, not really, because like Christianity is just Judaism without all the the like God will will, will smite you if you if you you know eat some pork oh yeah right. guess what buddy you know those dead sea scrolls i wrote them it was a prank it was me 
It's weird if you know her. Got him. Um, Got him. So, like, if you're a Christian, you can't really I disagree with, with, with the tenets of Judaism. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I mean, I haven't had, like, a lot of anti-Semitism in my life. Some people think, like, Holocaust jokes are funny. It depends. I'm sorry. No, sorry. No, they're funny ones. It doesn't depend. I'm not going to We don't have to bring that one up. No, you want to no. hear the best Holocaust joke that I've ever heard? No. No, well, no, it doesn't make sense. It was told to me by an autistic. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't told to me specifically. It was told to Jack Alcroft, who then told me. It was told by this little autistic boy. I forget his name, but he. The joke was, why did Anne Frank always take the bus? Cause she was too fast for the cars. Something like that, and I don't get it. It, 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 he, it was told to him at the beginning of the year, and we still don't understand. <laughs> and we talked about it like once a week, trying to dissect what it could possibly have meant, and we don't know. <laughs> I still don't, I, I don't understand it. I, I Why th- did Ed Frank always take the bus? She was too fast for cars. On the topic of of like <laughs> anti-Semitism and things. And racism, mm-hmm. I think people like, even though we think of like, like super white places are probably like very racist. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's actually true. I mean, it might be true in some cases, but I think what really happens is that when there's more of like a certain kind of people, like a minority, um, the places where they're higher in population is where those things actually happen. For example, there's no Jews in Perrysburg. Mm-hmm. I'm. It's me. You're the only one. It's like practicing. I think it's me and nobody else. How do you know? Done a lot of searching and hunting and looking and I don't know any other verbs. Um, Scouring. Sure. Um, Aiden is yeah. destined to find every last Jew in his okay. town. Fact mm. of the matter is, there's no Jews in Perrysburg, uh-huh. essentially. Okay. Um, and if there are, it's like 0.1% of the population. Okay. When my mom was growing up, she grew up in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Lots of Jews there. Lots of money there. Unrelated. Um, well. I don't know well funny that you bring that up. Um, that's that's actually next on the pod after the break. <laughs> um, what break? <laughs> <laughs> how are we doing on time? Hey, Jamie, how, hey, are, Jamie, we how are we doing on, doing on time? time? All right, we'll be right back. Just... Okay. Anyway, like. All right, we're back. Aiden was talking about <laughs> Jews and money. So my my mom my my mother, um yeah. So but and there were a lot of Jewish people, and you would think there's a lot of Jewish people. Why are people going to be hating Jews? I think that's just what happens. Like, I don't know. I I don't really know how all this stuff works, but there's no Jews in Perrysburg, and I've only been anti-Semitized once that I remember. So do okay. Uh, I I no, I think that you're kind of onto something there, mm-hmm. because like, I, well, as a straight white male, I don't think that I would really pick out any anything in Paris. I'm, I'm gonna contest one of those. The white part. The white, <laughs> <laughs> white part. Yeah, sorry. Well, I, make, I'm one of those people on TikTok. I'm actually 60% Italian. I'm not white. He makes an interesting <laughs> point about um about separating. All of pe- uh, like everybody who's no different. about how like in places where, like, there are only white Christians. Let's think of racism as an energy. 
The potential energy, <laughs> energy. in a town uh-huh. with only 10,000 white Christians uh-huh. is extraordinarily high. Yeah. But the kinetic racism is almost, I, almost dead. Introduce an outside force such as the construction of a mosque. <laughs> racism <laughs> transfers from potential to kinetic. And I think you know the video I'm referencing. I do know the video that you're referencing. Have you heard this before? Is this uh, the Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah. Where he, yeah. So, So I, I, I I love. No, it's not. This is America. It's who is America? Who is America? Who is America? It's a, it's a fantastic. This is America's the childish Gambino song. It's a fantastic. um, I'll call it a pseudo documentary. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of like a 2023 vice documentary. It is. Yeah. yeah, It is a show. Like it's, it's like, it's a documentary. Like Mm -hmm. these are real experiences, but it's designed to like elicit a certain reaction. It's designed to bring out Um, the literal worst in everybody that he interviews. Exactly. I guess, I guess it's fair because it was always it. But basically if you're familiar with Sasha Baron Cohen's other work, um, such as, Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen was not part of Dirty Grandpa. Wait, who was, who was the Dirty That's Johnny Knoxville. That's Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> you, you missed the obvious one. You, like, <laughs> so when you I think, think of Sasha Baron Cohen, you think of Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> I, was, I, was thinking of other, I was thinking of like other jackass type things. I don't want to say Borax. It's essentially the, it's, it's the exact same thing as Who is America, except he's he goes undercover as a guy from Kazakhstan, except in who is America. Mo- a lot of the time he's playing a white dude. Yeah. Um, okay. But back to the pertinent, he goes into, into uh, a super white place. It's in, in Arizona. I Kingman, think. Arizona. Yeah. It's the most racist town. The in most America. racist town. And he says quotes, he wants, but... he, he has, he has a fantastic idea for promoting economic prosperity. And they're all excited. They're all excited. They're all excited. They're all listening. Their ears are perked. Um, think about white people when they get excited. And yeah. yeah. So his idea is that if you build a giant mosque, basically <laughs> you create a second Mecca. Yep. And all, all the people will go there. All the, all the Muslim people will go there. And he said that your town will become a hotspot. For Muslims around the globe. <laughs> and then he starts clapping and people would start yelling. Because, yeah. come on. Don't we don't ma- want that here. I don't mean to cut you off, Aiden, but did you know that for that skit, his uh, clipboard was bulletproof just in case anybody <laughs> shot him? They no, said no I weapons, think. though. It was, it was like specific rule, no weapons. I think most of the time during town hall meetings, there should be no weapons. In Kingman, Arizona? Um, I think that anywhere. I think that here... Well, I figure there should be, but I don't know if there are not. For what I have planned, there should. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Yeah, keep it's, going. Yeah, it's good. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, so, introducing new people or different people just just creates the... the, mm-hmm. the sorry, not creates, transfers, because Transfer. racism Potential. cannot be created or destroyed. Exactly. Um transfers Gandhi said that into <laughs> in the, in the kinetic racism right um, so I don't 
you know what the more that i think about it i don't really like that because well, in... well because that, the implication there is that we have to separate everybody so that there's no <laughs> kinetic racism well no because you, you also got to think about the law of the conservation of racism exactly. uh, advocated by nelson mandela uh where it, in a closed system racism will yeah. uh stay the same here so are we approaching the solution that ideally <laughs> kinetic and potential racism are equal? Why is that ideal? Because if you have too much potential energy, once you introduce a catalyst. Like a mosque. Right. Once you introduce a catalyst, a marathon gets bombed. Ooh. Well. What? Jack. Jack, you, did, Jack. Did you watch the recent Netflix documentary? Because uh, that's not why the Boston Marathon was bombed. No, no. If you have too, <laughs> <laughs> if you have too much kinetic, then everything you, is it's, like, it's like anarchy. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. Okay. So I mean, maybe, but. So what's your ideal balance? Um, I think that, like, okay. You know how like uh, if we if we use the the energy analogy, which I really like by the way, mm-hmm. what would the friction be? Where like energy that racist energy kind of gets dissipated, would that be like new people moving in, or like it, ju- well, it, it just gets a little bit dissipated? Yeah, how do we dissipate? You know, the- but, well because like like it, you I'll have like a dog Trump again, maybe. Do you have a dog? Why would I have a dog? Aiden does. Aiden has cats. Okay, well, you have a dog. Yeah. I have a dog. Yeah. When you when you have a a dog and it's used to one type of food, mm. if you change that type of food yeah. without without letting them oh, know, yeah, no. okay. they puke. This is the same thing for cats, except yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. this happened unrelated. Um, yeah. No. So we did that because my one cat had like a apparently you're not supposed to give cats according to Midway Animal Hospital. That's that, where we go. Yeah. Yeah. You're not supposed cat chicken is like not good for cats, right? My, mm cat was having some medical issues so we switched their food and there's two of them and they can't really eat separately because neither of them have any discipline mm-hmm. um those stupid fat bitches um and <laughs> why did you look over at me and nod <laughs> i was to referring to people we know and <laughs> what the fuck jack <laughs> what and 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 so so they, basically they both they both have to eat the same kind of food right so we switched the food and we did it slowly we did how you're supposed to um, and then the other cat got sick and had, had the same issues and started shitting everywhere. So we had to fix that. We switched both of them to a different kind of food. Um, and then the cycle stopped. Mm-hmm. And I forget what we started. We were talking about dogs. So you introduce yeah. something and yeah. Yeah. they, they, they yeah. So, so white people are the normal food. Or, what? what? <laughs> or, 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 this or, is or. not the first time he said this on the show. <laughs> In the what? last episode, I cut it. Did I cut it out? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, 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 cut I, it out. I didn't cut out your apology. In the last episode, I, I feel like I should pull it up and play it. But, but Noah says, because uh, Noah looked up what type of haircut he should get because someone told me he had a lesbian cut. So, yeah. you know, Ellen DeGeneres. So he looked up haircuts, hairstyles to get, you know, that aren't lesbian cuts. And one of the options was Asian gray hair. And, I, and he, my question he was, said, how does it differ from normal <laughs> white people gray hair? And okay. we and it was Myra. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of exploded a little bit. Noah had to issue an apology. It was, well, his, fir- it was his first of two apologies in that video. Well, going going back though, white people are the regular basic food that okay, this dog. Basic is, is fine. 
white people are the regular bland food that this dog is used to. And minorities. Yeah. White people are. are minorities like, are blue buffalo. Yeah, white they're people are. They're that like, nice stuff. They're like Purina non propane yeah. dry. Yeah. Right yeah. now, it's on like. They're on the Meyer brand. All I'm hearing is that minorities cost more than white people. <clears throat> well, no. That's not exactly. Uh, anyways. Speaking of that, I saw a tweet and it said. I believe animal lives are more valuable than white lives. And we're like, you know, in my head, I'm, sh- I'm like, all right, we're shifting heavy to left, right? The next sentence. However, I think animals and people of color are the same level of valuableness. So we went. You go so far left, you get right. Horseshoe theory. Mm-hmm. Horseshoe theory. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I, you mean the Lightning McQueen turn left if you want to go right theory? No. no. I think that we're talking about the same thing. Yeah, explain horseshoe theory. It's exactly what Jack just said. You go so far. You, okay, so take like take like super communism. That's uh-huh. my favorite word, by the way. Um, I mean, it kind of it kind of happens in society. Like people are never going to be happy. So if you have super communism, then eventually you're going to get like you're going to get a revolt. And then people are gonna hate the government. They're gonna take away the government. And then you're gonna have anarcho-capitalism. And then, you know, there's oh, speaking of terrible tweets, I saw a tweet that said, if you take away, um, if if there are no landlords, then there's no demand for housing. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's yeah. People take away landlords. There is no longer. A need for a roof take over a, your head. Take if away it, grocery stores. Nobody needs to eat. If you take away yeah. drinking fountains, nobody's thirsty. This is actually this is genius, and you know nobody's tried it yet. So I think we have to try it. If we, mm-hmm. if we like, destroy. Speaking it, of I'm, trial and error, how do you think they figured out uh, blood typing? How do you think they figured out what milk you can drink and what milk you shouldn't, and like what animals can be milked? Well, all animals. All animals can be. Well, I you, can't. You try hard enough. Yeah. Well. You can't? I, I, uh, I mean, I, I guarantee you. You actually can. I guarantee you, I can find a video of a lactating man. No, I think we should have gone into this with a script. <laughs> we no, never you did. can't go into a podcast with a script. It's just that this no. one is exceptionally bad. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones have been fine. Okay. <laughs> no, I think it's fine. It's all right. I this, think this this might need to be because I don't know. I think we need to get like off racism and societal separation, and we can get off of racism. Yeah, yeah. I think. Just... Uh, speaking of landlords, did you see the TikTok where it was the lady tipping her landlord? No. It was like, why wouldn't you give your landlords a tip? You would give your barista a tip. Why not your landlord? Landlords don't do They don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Oh, um, Nick Adams in USA. Yeah. yeah. He's an Australian. He thinks, like, but he's like, he wants to be an American. That's why he's called Nick Adams in USA. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just you know super racist and anti-woke and all these things yeah um you know guns belong in schools and whatnot and, and he's your guys's favorite he's i he's so he's so funny very he's, good yes like stupid what, pe- i stu- screenshot it's not really i'll pull it up stupid people are are, are, are nice to laugh at they are mm-hmm. um you guys ever like lo- really look at marjorie taylor green's face she looks hideous. like she's melting she's hideous she looks like she got stung by a bee. And I'll, like, I'll call that's she's one of the only people I'll call hideous on a podcast. Actually, yeah, no, um, it's bad. Let's talk yeah, about. She is bad. Their dog is like rubbing something. I'm, I was on? rubbing something under the table. Okay. I can, that's a little weird, but all right. 
I got my grippers out in. Yeah, Noah showed up barefoot. No, I, I did not show up barefoot. <laughs> Noah, Noah can't afford shoes. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I bought Nick that Adams, car. He's, he's a best-selling author endorsed by President Trump. Uh, his um, Twitter banner is President Trump's favorite author. Um, so I this like guy him. is just riding Trump. Um, um, this, was, this is what Nick Adams posted today. It's a quote from Trump. I think I'm the most honest human being, perhaps, that God ever created. And I think he might be right. I yeah. He's like uh, Nick from the picture? Awakening. I am an alpha. Liberals fear me. <laughs> <laughs> Very good one. Uh, I don't know why. Really? Why do you have cowboy boots? God created oh. man and woman. The Bible says nothing else about the other genders. Oh, he had a tweet a long time ago. Take note that his his Twitter handle last time I checked, or not Twitter handle, sorry. His 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 name is Nick Adams. Alpha male. Alpha male. Yep. He had a tweet a long time ago that was like, "Alpha males don't need to need to tell people that they're alpha males. Everybody just knows." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the guy's stupid. Anyway, s- stupid. He also tweeted uh recently, like, or no, it wasn't recent, but it's like one of his more popular tweets. It says something like, um. He was like, oh, it was like Hooters with the boys. Uh, It said like Hooters with the boys, uh, Bibles in hand. (laughs) What did that tweet say? It was brutal. Yeah, there's been a lot of comparisons between like Hooters and drag shows recently. Yeah. Which is is hilarious by the way if you're a parent it says here's what it says this is a nick adams in usa tweet hooters with the boys bibles in hand Fortnite controllers in the trash they hate this <laughs> I actually, who's the I they actually, i actually do hate that <laughs> who's the they in this tweet? they hate this uh speaking of that did you hear about my incident at hamburger mary's I, I heard, I heard that you got kissed. Cast. I was kissed. By an, an adult. I was kissed by um, a 57-year-old drag queen on the lips. You're a man. You can't be a victim. Well, I'm not saying that I am. I'm just acknowledging the fact loved that it. I was kissed by a drag He's queen. He's been back 10 times since. Yeah, I go every week. <laughs> I, was so, I, I was so sad not in that English class. You should be. I no, Miss, Mrs. Farrar would like... Are you in Kitson? Probably kill. Like, yeah, she would eat me. Mrs. Farrar would like sacrifice me. Are you in Kitson? Not sorry. Yeah, um, but from what I've heard about about this hyper religious woman, um, no, this isn't about her Christianity. Just the kind of teacher that she is, and the kind of student I am, wouldn't have gone. No, well. you guys wouldn't have clashed. Yeah. The first week, which I'm going to call Patrick Martz out on this, the first week of school, Patrick didn't do his homework like several days in a row. She pulled him out of class to ask him if there was anything going on at home. So, yeah, you, you would have, she would have reported you to CPS like very, very early on. Not doing your homework. That's Speaking hard. of failing out of school, what do you plan on doing with your life? Now that you failed several AP exams. Yeah, I'm not. Not Unrelated. What do you want to do for a living? I'm not going to f- fail a push. What's I've your been, GPA? It's not the business. It's, What's your GPA? It's like a three seven. Something. It's we have like the same GPA. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I, I, us three at the same. Yeah, as this the is table a, this have, is a three seven. Yeah, table. this is a mid table. 
It's a very mid GPA. This table's getting thirty five hundred. I don't. I don't. You have a C on your college transcript. I do have one C on my college. I don't have a C on my college transcript. From Perez. On my college transcript, I have two A's. Three. Three. Uh. How many CCP classes have you? Three A's. All right. Physics A. Oh yeah. Deca one, Deca two, AA. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's got to be more. No, there's there's really not me- that many CCP classes mm-hmm. at the high school. Yes, there's three A's and one C on my college transcript. Damn, kind of blows my mind that Deca is like a like an actual college class. I like, kind of hate it. Respectfully, like, it shouldn't, shouldn't be. Respectfully, it shouldn't be. Yeah, like, I haven't learned anything. The only reason that I did better on my post test is because I purposely nuked. The pre-test. I, really I would have done the exact same. Yeah. Unless it was up to chance. Me and yeah. Jack, I got a 75. Jack got like an 80 on the pre-test. Percent. Yeah. Yeah. And then we both got like 95, 93, something yeah. like that on the post. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a C in my college transcript. I'll say that. What do you have? I should, <laughs> Jack, why are you trying to get have, this out of him? I have, I have one B because I got to be in Perez. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, That's fair. But I haven't taken any other CCs. What did you get in Perez? Uh, B B plus or A minus? It's just B. It's just B or A. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. So B. Just B and A. All right. Anyway, um, first semester you might have got so A minus. So right now, I'm thinking of being. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that I want to go to OB college. Gun? No. Um, for majoring in physics and minoring in music, I just want to minor in music because like it makes me sad to think about not. Mm not doing that yeah for like the first time in my life no i um, understand that yeah but there's there's like a but it's effectively useless but i just want to do it anyways um and it's just like majoring in business <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh majoring in physics minoring in music and then i think i want to get a phd and i want to teach because yeah. if you do that you get to you get to learn forever and you get to uh I, I think. Why aren't why that? Th- that's connected to Jack's oh, yeah, microphone just, only. Oh, just yeah, oh, <laughs> Jack yeah, bought the bougie. If you didn't notice, Jack has the highest quality I mic. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, sorry, I got scared. That's uh. That's that my old was $10, one. dollars, and the mic was thirty. That so, mic was sixty when I bought it oh, five it years new, ago. Yeah, five years ago, um, that mic twenty bucks on Amazon. Oh, He's thanks, got a Jack. twenty dollars stand, thirteen dollars stand. I lied. Mm. Um. This is a hundred bucks. This is a hundred bucks. This is thirteen. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think I want to teach because if you're a college professor, you have research, you get to learn for the rest of your life, and you get to be around like really smart people. I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah, but jobs are hard. I don't get good grades. So. Well, you also got to understand though, like performance at school doesn't necessarily equate to performance in the workplace. Yeah, but I think when you're when when, when you when your are job an edu- is, when, when your job yeah. is school when you're an academic uh, it, it probably is pretty close. <laughs> I didn't yeah. think about that one. Same like, thing for me. I want to be a doctor. I think how you do as a doctor is pretty much how you do in school. Because I also have like zero organizational skills, no ability to follow through on anything. I don't really like people that much. Um, do professors really like people that much though? No, not all the time. Um, I'm kind of a no go for anything that requires like too much work. More but he than, wants a PhD. More, and he wants tenureship. More more than like sitting in an office. Eight hours a week. 
<laughs> Full career Who off of eight hours a week. <laughs> uh, actually, I want to I want to day trade from ten to ten thirty, and then I want to go to sleep. I, I kind of like that idea. I could see you doing that, like 10, with your hair slicked no, back. Ten and actually, a.m. Well, the markets aren't open at ten p.m. Yeah, right. Markets close sometime before then. I'm not so sure. So wait, when. we're doing, but right, but ten thirty also a.m. You would know that, Aiden. So we're looking at 30, 30 minutes. minutes. Okay, I was thinking like 12 hours. No, put in the good shit. Not staring. No. Anyway, so you have to get some blue light glasses. Co- yeah, college, prof- <sighs> college professor. And start making TikToks. Probably in physics. That's what I'm majoring in. That's why I'm planning my PhD. In, but I don't know anything about physics. But I, I, I liked, like physics I, is really fun. I wish I was better at. I, it. I liked like elementary, um, AP physics. Which right. Um. But there's really, I don't know, and it's like it's a pretty broad field. Cause you mm-hmm. can you can do stuff in space, or you can. Yeah, you're more interested in theoretical physics. Are you trying to be Sheldon Cooper? And, you know, I I talked to um recently Mrs. Layden's husband, Doctor Doctor Layden, Andrew Layden. Yep. Um, Great guy. Who is the? You've never met him, have mm-hmm. you? Oh. Um. Who is the head of the physics department at BGSU? Yeah. He uh. He came. He went to Yale. He went to. He got his PhD. At, I was about to say Yale. He got his PhD <laughs> at Yale. He got his bachelor's at uh, Wesleyan. Um, it's not like I'm obsessed with him or anything. Uh, he, yeah. So, I mean, he's really smart. He and is, yeah. He recently came into our AP Chemistry class and talked to us for a little bit. And he just, he gets so so passionate about certain things, and he kind of. Um, everybody asks him space questions because nobody's interested in like, you know, what happens when when I drop a book. Yeah. Yeah. So, ever, but he just was able to go on and on forever about basically everything <laughs> to his space, and I thought that like like I I want to be like him. But you can't be like him until you know what happens when you drop a book. Yeah. Well, well like, just seeing somebody get super passionate about something is, like, genuinely the most, like, inspiring thing that you can ever see. Like, seeing somebody who just loves their job yeah, just makes you feel happy. That's the goal with this podcast is, like, that's why usually as we get into, like, I mean, it, it took probably an hour and a half in the Daniel and Caleb episode mm-hmm. until you could tell that they – enjoyed being especially daniel where he got to the point where he's like now we've hit where i what i want to talk about and he went off for a long time i mean to the point where i was marking things so that i could go back and look them up and learn about them more i mean that that's the whole point of the show for me i don't know what it is for you but for me it's about learning about the people that we have on for me it's the money we made any yet (laughs) for you it's the money um no we had an offer for a sponsorship Ooh. That was up for four days, and I didn't see it. Oh, Jack. <laughs> so it got dropped. Jack. <laughs> what the hell, man? Uh, it was the same sponsor that I had for my podcast, um, the political podcast when I was a freshman year. And I did a year a year and six months of that show and made $10. So not too heartbroken about dropping that, podcast, dropping that sponsor. I, I think the funniest thing about, about the guy, though, was that – he was very good at explaining things, but there was one thing that he just that he had to like go up to the whiteboard and draw. And it and was, 
it was something it was something about event horizons with black holes right oh what event horizons like the point of no return for black holes like even light can't escape which is what's the first word event event horizon horizon (laughs) black holes okay um nice so but the and he was very good at explaining things orally, but he just couldn't get this out. So he went up to the whiteboard, and he drew a circle, and then he was talking. He was talking about light and stuff, and he just drew a bunch of and like how it like spins around. Right. It'll like go around the black hole, and like you know how orbits work and stuff. So it keeps getting faster and faster, um, because it keeps getting closer, and eventually it'll either go out and project light, which is why we can take pictures of black holes. Um, or it'll go into the black hole, making it black. Anyway, and he was drawing it, and he. he and this was in your chemistry class. This is in my because it's the end of the year. We're not really doing anything. It was after the AP test. It was like. So he was. You were asking physics questions. Yeah, because yeah. he's a physics teacher. Right. Um, and he just drew a bunch of circles around it, like he was explaining it. He probably drew like thirty or forty, just like circles yeah. around around the big circle. And I, you know, like Aiden liked that. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It's just. I th- I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Cause. It look like it looks like gibberish, without right. without him talking to you. If you see a circle and there's a little dot in the middle to show like everything's going to that dot with a bunch of circles around it, and then there's like, when he draws his arrows, he doesn't really draw arrows. He kind of draws like X's. Mm-hmm. So there's like a line and then an X and then a line and then an X and they're going in random directions. It was like You know one who's really fun to watch when they're excited about what they're teaching? Who? Mr. Ash. He gets very happy. I enjoy watching him teach. That's pretty happy. The crazy thing about physics, I don't know what CTP physics was like, but AP physics compared to chemistry Bless you. <laughs> Bless oh. you. Compared to chemistry, chemistry is like eighteen big chapters that each have like four or five subtopics within each of them in physics is like eight things the entire year yeah and that's all you do and i mean like it's, the formula sheet we had i mean there was like eight things that you I, had like, I mean there's like there's like 20 formulas but they a lot of them all are, had to do with a lot of them are basically the same thing yeah um i mean the things that we learned we were like circular motion was a month yeah you like it but somehow even though you like how many times can you make different scenarios of things going in circles or how many times can you make different oh my gosh so many so many so but it like it's still it's still like the hardest class i've taken um ap physics was the hardest class you've taken not i not i guess the exam was the hardest but like conceptually the things that you can take a long time to grasp right um which is i don't know it's just weird but yeah mr ash is is, is a great teacher when he because he, he he is passionate about what he's doing mm-hmm. um and i think that's kind of the benefit of being uh ap ap and honor students like we are where a lot of the time our teachers are are the department heads who are going to know the most about the topic and be able to get you the most interested so you're going to get the 
better results than the person who's in right um the other who's in like a like a standard class yeah um so i have four of my six teachers this year were department heads yeah every department head teacher that i've ever had like when you get them going stein ash bird well, Bird's department is kind of like a miscellaneous department. Yeah, Bird, Bird, she's the only one. So Bird is her department. Right. Nice um, chair switch, Aiden. Zachman. Zachman, incredible teacher. Very good teacher. Knows almost everything about what she's teaching, and she made calculus like an extraordinarily hard to- top like topic to grasp for the majority of people. I mean, we're looking at like a pass rate of forty percent. Um, a five rate of somewhere around 20. I mean, she's getting her five rate up to 80, 85%. I mean, an extraordinarily hard concept to grasp. And I'm sitting here at the end of the year, like calculus is just not hard. I mean, it's just not like it wasn't difficult. I didn't struggle almost at all. I had like one test that I got like a C on, but it just wasn't, wasn't a hard, hard class. I mean, it was my second lowest stressor throughout the year. Decker being the first. That was not stressful <laughs> yeah. at all. Very easy. No. Yeah. We're pretty much not even high school class. I mean, I just the Decker preparation was a lot of work. No, Ish. I didn't not do really. anything I mean, at I, home. I did. I prepared a lot, That's and it why paid you off. Made it to but, Florida. I mean, my test scores were good, but it just wasn't a stressor. My most stressful class was a push. I didn't have a stressful year at all, now that I think about it. I think that the, the most stress that I was throughout the year was before the A-push AP exam. The yep. two days before, because I had not studied. The two days before is when I was stressed. I had not. Oh, I have not opened the AMSCO book at all. And I, I was just doing, which by the way, if you're listening and you're thinking about taking A-push, bookmark simplestudies.com. I, they, use, they use the AMSCO in the Princeton Review and condense them into one 48-page document that you can take notes from. Was that the one with the big blue watermark on the background? Yes. That was sent to me. I used yeah. it. Yeah. It, it it's good. it's the it's genuinely the best thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was there? There was uh, – oh, Heimler's history is good yeah. if you have some more time. Um, I my The b- most value I got from Heimler wasn't the content, but his um, – his reviews on how to like actually do like an LEQ or a mm-hmm. DBQ. I, I, yeah, I watched a video called they, what to do if you know nothing about the LEQ. Yeah. Like they were, that helped though. I, like I, I watched those like right before the, like the night of the test. It, mm-hmm. His attitude about the test. Like he, he seems like such an easygoing guy. His attitude helped put me at ease about it. Oh yeah. He was like, it's not that bad guys. And yeah, I, I believe so it's like, and it wasn't that bad. The, it was not they, bad. They push exam was not hard. No. The preparation was hell. I mean, truly terrifying. Well, yeah, it's in, the, it's in the top five hardest AP exam. And it was just not that hard. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. So, like, I mean, the test was not hard. I got good prompts. I got, I knew almost everything on the test. What is something that recently has really, really piqued your mind or like a, like a thought you're having or some phenomenon oh. you've learned of? Well, this this kind of piques my mind at like once every like five years. Just the thought of the fact that somewhere there's another planet that has life on it that has no idea that we exist, mm. that's just doing their thing is so cool to me. 
that right now we could be coexisting at the same time mm. that a whole different planet filled with you know who knows what right can just exist going back to uh dr layden he i asked him what he thinks that the biggest evolution because he mostly focuses on um on other stars star systems i think Mm -hmm. they're axillary stars like they they fluctuate in brightness yeah um saying yeah like you know about (laughs) no i i love space um but i asked him like the biggest evolution in like the general field of of astronomy was and we hadn't discovered other planet like planets outside of our own solar system until 1997 yeah really which is crazy. We didn't know about Jupiter, Mercury. We oh, that's in our solar system. system. You are the dumbest person alive, Jack. No, we had not sorry. discovered the um, planet X one. That's just Earth, but big. Okay, sorry, I was uh... no, but the, like the first proof of exoplanets was in 1997, and they don't even do it by like pointing a telescope at them and looking at them. The way that they do it is that when a planet passes between its star and and Earth, and we're, from where we're observing. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's like a little bit. It's like a very tiny amount, like 0.2 percent of light that will get will get blocked right. from from the star, and we can detect that. And then, I mean, with enough like evidence mm-hmm. and enough occurrences, um, we can say like there's a planet there. And then do we look for it telescopically, or is it too far to see? It. I mean, it probably. Well, we know the existence of the planet. I don't know everything. But right, that's not true. But <laughs> not quite true. Yeah, uh, it depends on the di- like a lot of these. There's there's absolutely no way to 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 visually see with what we have now. But there are, um, like the James Webb Telescope and not the James Webb Telescope, like the Hubble Telescope and uh, Kepler Kepler Telescope. Those those are specifically designed to look to look for exoplanets. Um, but I actually don't know if we can if we can directly observe them yet. I f- I feel like I don't know I I I, I would watch these YouTube, YouTube videos exoplanets from hell, and like there's one where like it rains diamonds or something like that that would all kill you. Well, yeah, I'm not sure if we can take a picture of it of it before or of it yet. But imagine how cool it would be in like a thousand years being the first human to be to step foot on an exoplanet. Oh, that'd be pretty crazy. Yeah. But there's so much. Well, obviously, I do believe that there's another planet out there that does sustain life similar to ours. But the amount of things in our universe that have to be perfect in our solar system in our galaxy for us to be functional and live the way we are like the conditions had to be so perfect our proximity to the sun had to be ideal our revolution rotation speed had to be ideal unless that's the reason that that is so ideal for us as a result of evolution yeah i, I was actually, unless you think that i was just about to contest that um, if anything we've learned about about life and its existence, it's that it's adaptive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, evolution and whatnot. So, 
I think that if something is developing on another planet, let's say Mars, where temperatures go from like negative 80 um, to like Earth temperatures, um, like li life could exist there. I don't actually think life exists on Mars. I'll get to where I do think life exists. Uh, you don't think any life exists on Mars? Uh, I think like if I sat Elon Musk right I, next to you, would you tell him that you don't think there's life on Mars? I think there are better places within our own solar system to look for life. Um, Given system. Okay. Um, and like life is adaptive. And I also think that your what you said kind of ignores how long it's taken to get to this point. Because um, assuming what we learn in like physical science classes is true, Four billion years ago, the Earth was was literally all like liquid and right. unlivable for, for anything, no matter its adaptability. Um, and then eventually, it cools off, and we have methane, and we have oxygen in the atmosphere, and we can form amino acids, and then we can form complex life eventually, far, far down the road, hundreds of millions of years, um, and. For things to be so perfect after enough time well it's not really perfect for in in like a true sense uh, you know the earth still has an elliptical orbit that's that's not you know perfectly circular and if we have an idea of like a, a perfect creation a, a god created thing then it probably would be perfectly circular. Right, and I'm not saying that. I don't yeah, think that's... Yeah, I, I know that's not what you're saying. Right. But, I mean, there are a lot of variables that contribute to life, and mm -hmm. certainly there's not life in every in every star system. I think that's unrealistic. But I think that within our own solar system, there is. I was back to Dr. Layden. Um, he thinks that the best... that or, Sorry, he doesn't think this. NASA right now is developing probes to send to Titan... Mm -hmm of Jupiter, Ju one of Jupiter's moons um, to search for life because there's methane gas on there's methane gas there and there's lots of water which we obviously know is sustains life so I think that how did we get here how did we get here um, <laughs> we were talking about Professor Layton and then you or well, no, no 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 you asked me what topic has yes yeah and I talked about life on other planets life on other planets exoplanet discovery yeah okay. so like I think within our own solar system alone there is life and I think it's a bit self obsessed to think that within from all per, from from our perspective a limitless universe and within any any technological development a limitless universe that we're the only ones so if okay so here's another question do you believe in are you aware of um, the infinite universe theory which is that eventually if you go to a spaceship going on and on and on you'd reach another the end of our universe the start of another universe and in that universe there is an infinite amount of space as well as in ours. So basically there is another planet that has life like earth. It's kind of like the, um, 
infinite monkeys theory, you know, with the typing monkeys. Yeah. How if you had an infinite amount of monkeys typing for an infinite amount of time, eventually they type all text known to man. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily true. It means they could. Yeah. But they could also all just press L for an infinite amount of time. Or throw shit at the typewriter. Yeah. That's or, also or possible. Eat which, the is typewriter. Happened, which is what happened when they actually tested it. Yeah. Did they did they actually yeah, test they actually it? Did test this. I think it was with seven monkeys, maybe. I'm gonna look it up. But I mean it's it's hard to grasp I don't like thinking of universes or of of space as, as something fractal. Like there's a solar system that's within a galaxy with a bunch of other solar systems and the galaxies within a galaxy cluster. Galaxy clusters within the, the universe we'll just go to, and then the universe is part of a bunch of other universes, right? Because I think I was thinking about this, and Mr. Ash said that when you're evaluating, and this is Newtonian physics, so not very 1600s, not very good at explaining actual. And we know we know actions. Aiden is not a Newtonian thinker. I am. I'm not a Newtonian thinker. I got 27 out of 30 on that quiz. You need like a 50 percent to be a Newtonian thinker. That's I have true. a 90 percent. But when you're evaluating like gravity between two objects you like the center of mass is like the, the gravitational axis of, of those two so between like the earth and the sun because the sun is so much more massive we're not actually rotating around the center of the sun it's just outside the center of the sun because earth is like a little bit strong enough to shift that that center of mass or center of gravity away so when we think about the 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 infinite number of objects in the universe that are each having in some way gravitational influence there is like a center point of gravity and like mathematically if we just keep going outwards it's it kind of stops making sense right Mm -hmm. because not every i mean maybe everything is all on the same axis in um in, in influence but i the math keeps getting keeps getting harder and everything keeps getting more difficult i think before we focus on infinite universes and multiverse whatever you're talking about we should fully evaluate because what are our goals with space exploration i think to find life but also just to find cool things. And there's so many cool that things. That seems to be the <laughs> the more, the stronger priority. The f- yeah. more fruitful thing, definitely, so far. Yeah. Um, and there are so many cool things that we don't know. So There's nothing cool that I don't know. Keep doing, <laughs> I like, keep exploring, even with our own, like, we don't even know all of the planets that might be in our solar system. There might be planets that are, further than jupiter that because there's like very little light there that we we can't see we don't even know about them. you know what freaks me out about space the most i hate to feel i hate to to think about the fact that humanity very insignificant like i ah it freaks me out it's like an existential thing like what what the fuck what else is out there I looked up the monkey test for you. <laughs> Thank you. In 2003, um, five monkeys were placed. Uh, Gum, Heather, Mistletoe, Elmo, and Rowan uh-huh. um, were placed in front of a computer, a single keyboard and mouse. 
Um, they produced five pages of nonsense text, but otherwise seemed to limit their screen time to urinating and defecating on the computer <laughs> until they got to stop working. Um, they claimed the project was a success, however, because it was very fascinating viewing. Um, then they decided we're going to move on to virtual monkeys because I don't know why we didn't do that to begin, but uh, a program, they simulated a random monkey. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, the goal was to see how long it would take it to type the first 19 letters of the two gentlemen of Verona. Uh, the sentence is Valentine, cease to. Um, and fortunately for us, it only took 42 billion, 167 million, 500,000 billion, billion monkey years for the virtual monkey to do that. What, what's a monkey year? Uh, a year. A year. Oh. <laughs> um, in another test, um, they wanted to see if these virtual monkeys and they had uh this time they had 2.7 million monkeys see if these virtual monkeys could produce um the play a lover's complaint um by shakespeare um but they said that once the monkeys spewed out a nine letter sequence that also appeared in the work the sequence is com- called complete because it would take longer than the age of the universe to actually make this happen. Um, it, they didn't do it. Um, and so apparently wrong. the uh, odds of the monkeys typing the word Hamlet are 1 in 21 million. Um, or the entire play is 1 in, as Google puts it, infinity. Or 36 to the 169th. I like those I, odds. I, I thought about this once, and I, like, because the original thing was all of Shakespeare's works on a typewriter, right? Um, like, I don't know, the way I know the experiment. Yeah. And for a single monkey, I, I don't know, I think that there's, like, 40. So, like, Noah. If you count, if you count all the numbers and letters and punctuation and stuff, and you ignore capitalization and whatnot. Yes. There's like one. There's about a million characters in all of Shakespeare's plays. Right. So if you have and they're all made up of thirty-six keys. So if you've, I said forty-two. It said thirty-six. Anyway. Same difference. Well, you have twenty-six letters, numbers, and then you also have. But some of them don't appear. Probably. Okay. Yeah. He probably doesn't use numbers. He probably writes all them out. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's thirty-six um, or thirty. Yeah, thirty-six. Okay. We'll say thirty-six. Either. That would mean that it's thirty-six. One over thirty-six to the one millionth power. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, indescribably large. Yeah. Like, atoms in the universe is 10 to the 80th. And yeah. If you take 10 to the 80th, 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 you're probably still not Far there. Off, yeah. Yeah. So, it's ridiculous. Anyway, that was Noah's <laughs> peak of interest. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. My pick of interest, if it's like if I were to like write a book about something uh-huh. and like do a lot of research, what I've recently been into is probably hmm. It sounds like really stupid, but like government conspiracy. Ooh. Like we're we're diving deep into like CIA CIA. CIA. Like we're talking all of the assassination attempts I'm on not- uh um, everybody. Martin Luther King. Yeah, no, Martin Luther King. Name? How the CIA definitely killed Martin Luther King. 
Uh, crap, I can't remember the name. Oh, um, Castro. Oh. Yeah, the CIA made, like, hundreds of attempts on Castro's life. Some of which, like, were so stupid, like, when Castro ordered a cookie, they, like, tried to bribe the delivery guy into killing him. Fun fact about Fidel Castro. Who took the money and dipped. He he loved milk. Like, loved milk and ice cream and dairy. Me too. And cheeses. Uh, so he he genetically engineered a cow that would that would be able to produce milk and live in Cuba with him, and he spent millions of dollars making a facility, and there's a statue of that cow. I don't I don't know if it's still there, but he spent all this money on cows. Unsurprising to get fact dairy. about Fidel Castro: he hated gay people. Oh, really? And Tell another fun fact: he's going to be played by James Franco. Notorious Hollywood creepster. You heard that right. Another fun fact: he's not even my favorite Castro, who's done terrible things. <laughs> which, my which personal favorite, favorite is uh, Ariel Castro. Um, <laughs> he's he was a Cleveland man who ki- you remember those three girls that were kidnapped for a really long time, like mm-hmm. we're talking like ten years, and like. They were like, and then they, they all, all escaped the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Have you? Okay. So when the girl left the house, she runs out and runs to this man on the street. Yeah. And this guy was interviewed later. And I don't know if you've heard this, but this is the best interview ever. Like, I, I mean, this is just a perfect interview. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they turned it into a song, which is a gorgeous song. Um, but he said something in the interview, like, um, he's like, I knew something was wrong when a little bitty white girl ran into a black man's arms. <laughs> and then he says, dead giveaway. And he says dead giveaway like five times. So there's a song called dead giveaway. And you remember the old song? Remember the lady who was like, uh, um, like they ain't nobody got time for that lady. Yeah, and they made songs about that. You know, everyone loved those songs. This is ten times better. Well, you know, have you ever seen Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix? Oh, I I watched like one episode. It's She's like in a cult and then yeah, yeah, it's like same premise. Like mm-hmm. they all get out and then they make a song about about the guy that finds her. Uh, no, yeah, CIA conspiracy theories. They're very fascinating to me. Yeah. Like Project Blue Book, mm-hmm. Project Pegasus, is my favorite one. Or like I think I think they were trying to look for they they were looking for like UFOs mm-hmm. and like proof of UFOs. So they did Project Pegasus, which was like super top secret for a very long time. Right. And like they did a bunch of like weird stuff. Ugh. Also, another area of interest I think we've talked about it on the show before. I think we talked about it when Caleb was here because I've talked about it with him before, so I just assume it would have come up was astral projection. Oh no, but that did not come. Oh wait, astral projection where you like yeah, it like, did because we, we talked we about, talked about the stuff. hospital analogy, right? That was with Maddie. Was that with Maddie? I where think we so. have like where you have do you know what astral projection is? This is Doctor Strange. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so like, there's been like reports of people who were oh yeah in hospital beds. And they've died and come back and they've had, like, experiences where they've, like, been able to tell, like, what was written, like, on the hospital's, like, roof 
or been able to see their body from above and that's like some really weird stuff but overall my biggest interest is medicine i just read about medicine all the time it's really boring yeah, you like, t- t- you're trying a bunch of new medicines reading, you know, see, yeah, see what different, they do. different medicines like yeah. different guys <laughs> but aiden if you were uh what's your thing if you were to write a book what would it be about i've been having a little philosophical quarrel with myself about mm-hmm. the existence of empathy and compassion within religions that have like a central focus on on like going to heaven or hell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so like christianity, like christianity. Okay. because if you uh, if you are given the promise of going of going to heaven going to eternal paradise for being a good person on earth then isn't any any good thing that you do really like like it's impossible to be selfless yeah you you always you will always have your own motive and that troubles me in some way because it kind of challenges like central um, I don't know tenets of being a good person so there's not really any any good any good religious people yeah <laughs> that's a claim <laughs> no it does kind of bring up a good point though like so it, you're saying if everyone's focused on achieving their end goal that no matter how good of a person they try to be that's their focus like they're never just doing anything empathetic or compassionate they're out of their it. out of their own free will. They're, they're doing, doing it for their to get to heaven. Prize. Yeah, I mean, because no, if I told you uh-huh. that if you do a hundred good deeds, mm-hmm. you'll get a million dollars, I'd be a liar. <laughs> How many good deeds did you do? <laughs> get a million dollars if you know if, if if aiden said you if you do a hundred good deeds in the next oh. year you'll get a million dollars you would do a hundred good deeds and then i would stop and at that and i'd go where's my million dollars yeah right oh that's a good point like and then do those good de- i mean they're good deeds but since they're fueled by my want for a million dollars like that doesn't really reflect it doesn't mean that i'm a good person right, i just did a good thing exactly that's actually mad interesting. You could talk about that for a long time. Could talk about that for a long time. Yeah. You know what else you could talk about for a long time? Scientology. Love it or hate it. Personally, not a fan. I'm a pro Scientologist. I actually, I have like no clue what Scientology actually is. You uh, haven't seen the Leah Remini documentary on? No. Uh, I'm gonna be I'll honest. Watch it. The only thing that I know about it is like from South Park, and uh, that's about it. Um, probably means you know nothing. About yeah, pro- probably means that I know less than you. Have you? Here's one thing that I was, I've been reading into this recently. I had never heard of this before. So, um, you know the phrase, um, he will not divide us, referring no. to President Trump. Yeah. Do you remember when that was a thing? So, like, 2017 to 2021, you know Shia LaBeouf? How do you say that guy's name? Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf. Okay. Does uh, it... That guy. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> All right, Shia LaBeouf. Um, he was a big like proprietor of this, and he started this art project where he flew a flag that said, 
he will not divide us in an undisclosed location in this in the country. Oh, and the fortune mm-hmm. people. And the fortune. Yes. Yeah. So we have you heard about this? Yeah. So he flies this flag. That says he will not divide us in the middle of nowhere with a camera just facing at it from the ground, sky behind it. And there's nothing here. Mm-hmm. And they eventually narrowed it down. Be- the first thing they narrowed it down from constellation. was yeah. the sky. Yeah. Constellations, sunlight, um, times of day when sunset. They were able to just look at the time of day that sunset, and now we have a little area. And then just keep doing that, keep doing it, you get an area, and then you, so they narrow it down to this little area in Tennessee. Um, and by little, I mean a quarter of the state. I mean, it's pretty big. But they narrow it down, and then they, for the first time, I mean, this thing's been up for a month, maybe. Because, I mean, it was an art project. The plan was for the full four years of his presidency. Mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, this live stream's up on uh, com. And they get their first airplane in the background. So everyone just runs to flightradar.com, flightradar24, and just starts grinding out. But, I mean, there's hundreds of flights. So they kind of know an area, and they know a general area where there's flights are happening. And they say, they're like, all right, in two days, we have two flights at about the same time. So everyone's watching, waiting for these two flights, and then, boom, two planes at about the same time, two jet streams. And they're like, all right, now we have, like, I mean, we're within. So then they use advanced trigonometry and triangulation. And they're like, all right, we have probably 10-mile radius. So they have a guy go out there in a car and drive around blaring his horn. And they can hear it. They're like, you're getting closer. And eventually they find it, but they don't want to go out there in the middle of the day. So they wait until it's night. A guy goes out there, lowers the flag, and everyone can see this. And Shia LaBeouf is watching this happen and the flag comes down and a Trump hat goes up and then I think they gave up and moved it indoors to a museum. It's been like four different museums now Mm -hmm. um, because they kept having to move it and eventually it moved there in like probably April of 2019 and it stayed there for the next three years. Remember when I said that far right people are really stupid? Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. Some of, some of them are, but <laughs> but I don't think they were doing it what, though because of like a Trump thing. I think they just wanted to mess with Shia LaBeouf. What, what actually comes to mind is who's who's the senator? Paul uh, he's Rand. Right. Paul Rand, doctor, like really smart person. If you if you listen to him or read stuff about him from before from before his political days, mm-hmm. but now he's like a conspiracy theorist and he like spews just all of the nonsense in the world right like some of these people the weak-minded of the people like are actually just that stupid and going along like with what everybody else, green yeah with whatever but not even else that says. extreme yeah but people some people like paul rand know exactly what they're doing i think that that's kind of what makes like american politics terrifying American politics is absolutely terrifying. Uh, American politics, I think it's kind of interesting. It's the only, like, tell me who Argentina's president is right now. I don't know. Exactly. Tell, I can tell well, you who the Canadian I, president is. Well, it's prime minister. Matt, prime minister. He's mad hot. Justin Trudeau. Ah, he can Justin my Trudeau. 
Uh, but don't anyways, don't even know what that like means. it's one of the only places where I feel like we're so outward with our politics that people from other countries on the other side of the world watch and laugh. Yeah, a little like, bit. I mean, no, I think in the UK have... too, their parliament's yeah. just a joke. Like when you, it's so funny. I, I think that's oh, a, da. I, I, I think oh, that's a, a sphere of influence thing. Like, think back. I mean, America has done a lot of imperialistic stuff. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Events. And think, like, to the Cold War of basically just out measuring the Soviets. Right. Um, to stop communism, and they want to stop stop our influence right and i i think that's that is kind of what it is is that we have any we're basically everywhere we have embassies in any any friendly country in um like american culture is so uh so so pervasive at least from my perspective and not to ignore that we're also also the third largest country in the world and the mm-hmm. most with the largest economy right so yeah. i i think that it's not so ridiculous the sound it's not so ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous for for other countries to have not not concern but like you know to 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 be informed on our politics versus like the uk i think the uk is actually just a shit show and it's fun. yeah but they're their threat is so little. I mean, I'm not concerned at all about European politics, and I'd be very concerned about American politics, whether I lived here or not. I think well, there, I'm less there, concerned. I think I'm there, less concerned I, about American politics because I live here. I think there are some pretty scary things in Europe. Like sure, um, the Turkish president is sucks. Italy just elected its first woman prime minister, but she's also absolute. careful. She's a, no, like she's You're a mighty thin ice. She's, she's like super crazy. Like she's kind of, she's like nearing fascism in terms of her political scale. And you know what I think is weird? Depending on the on where the country is, people like romanticize them. Yeah. Scandinavia. If you talk to anybody who like has has heard of like oh you know like what's going on in like Norway and Sweden, they're like oh it's the best country in the world. It's the happiest country. Scandinavia. Scandinavia is the region. Yeah. And then, like Scandinavia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, from like a human development index, HGI, yeah, like it, they, they are one of the best. It's great. Yeah. Right. But then you look into it, they're incredibly racist. Like, more so, maybe not more than everywhere in the U.S., but more yeah. so than well, a lot of the Kingman. modern United States. Not more than Kingman. Like, like they, they do some absolutely terrible things there that, like, people just don't talk about. There's multiple countries. I was reading a thing recently about countries like that. Like, where people, like, romanticize their prison systems a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, a few of those co- countries, it's legal to escape prison. Mexico, it's illegal to escape prison. Illegal? Legal. You, legal, yeah. Mexico as because well. In Mexico, it's legal to escape prison because the thought is... you have a right to freedom. No, you have a right to seek freedom. Yeah. But you don't have a right to freedom. So they can lock you up and take your freedom, but you're always allowed to seek it. If they catch you, they can lock you back up, but they can't um, punish you anymore. Um, however, stealing a car to get away, bribing 
breaking, to get away, breaking anything, yeah. breaking your jail bars. That's destruction of property. Those are still crimes that you could get additional time. That's kind of interesting. I kind of like that. But it's interesting. Yeah. Can you imagine if the U.S. was like that? <laughs> I don't think it'd work. <laughs> well, I mean, some people like some some people want. I mean, if you're in prison for 70 years in the U.S., let's say you're locked up for 70 years, you're 20. You're going to die. It's a life sentence. It might as well be a life sentence. It basically is legal to escape prison at that time. You have all of the same freedoms that the people in Mexico do, except if they lock you back up, they're giving you another year or two. Well, uh, have you ever heard the song, Prison Song, by System Up and Down? No. No. It's not the best song in the world, but... (laughs) It points out Bro's the fact recommended mid-tunes to us right now. that the that the U.S. has like the biggest prison industrial complex, and how it's all it almost it's almost all private, yeah. which is weird as hell. I someone said the other day something about prisoners, that like almost one percent of the American population is incarcerated, and that sounds so wrong, but I haven't looked it up, so I'm gonna check that right now. Prison prison reform is a weird issue because it it's. It's one of those things where nobody is actually happy at all with well, how it is, and some people, some people. Point seven. Yeah. Damn. Some people. Isn't it so high. Some people want a seven and a thousand. A prison system. Well, we also have like a quarter of the world's incarcerated population. Yeah, that's true. Some people want a prison system where, like, everybody is in is in like rags and. All the prisoners are shackled together, mm-hmm. and they go. They all go to the same places, and they walk around, and it's it's like. Yeah, some people want prison to be like, like how you get transported to prison. It, it's, prison. Yeah. it's kind of it's kind of like slavery, and U.S. prisons is also kind of like slavery. It's essentially indentured servitude, but it's legal under the Thirteenth Amendment um, because they get paid like twenty cents an hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and then on the left. On the on the right, a lot of people want like very extreme, private. You can do whatever you want to prisoners' prisons, and on the left, yeah, we don't want private prisons because why should we be one profiteering off of crime and the the, the forced suffering of others, um, and two, they're like having a monetary incentive to to companies or institutions to imprison people is going to make them want to imprison more people Mm -hmm. which is ridiculous on the left we basically want to abolish the prison industrial complex and make it so that there is all the prisons are government owned and on the right we they want to double down on it and increase all the problems but i don't think anybody's actually happy with where we are that that's like you could probably say that about any government how like there is never a good solution but mostly in american politics there is never a good solution for any like gun control there there will never be a good a good solution where everybody or a majority of the people are happy same thing with abortion same thing with the prison system like they're so nuanced that every day that you could look at it every day for the rest of your life in a different way mm-hmm. and you would be able to find like different pro- like perspectives to look at it from how i feel so like the thing you said about 
prisons and you said about abortions like the right is pro-death penalty and pro-life kind of messed um i guess they could also say that the left is pro-choice and anti-death penalty yeah but i also don't think that a like seven week old embryo is a human but that's an argument um but yeah like there is no possible solution that covers every no every and there never will be no there won't be so that's why it's such a problem in american politics especially is i don't know why it's more of a problem in america i think it's just because everybody cares we're louder yes louder with crowder can that's what the, can can we turn this podcast into a uh, louder with Crowder Jr. like for kids? Yeah, like a prove me wrong. Yeah, change my mind. that would actually be really fun. That'd be that'd change be, my mind. That'd be a good versus me. That'd be a really good podcast episode. We get somebody mm-hmm. who we know thinks different from us and just All prove right, us wrong and just now? be mean to them. Let's start now. Yeah. All right. Uh, Christianity. Is women the best deserve. Of, women deserve to make as much money as men for the same job performing at the same level with the same skill set and same level of responsibility prove us wrong um you know I, change our minds i actually i've been listening to a lot of podcasts about the equal rights amendment um and and phyllis schlafly who aids a repeal the 19th guy who, i'm not a repeal the 19th guy but this is i mean because there was a legitimate movement uh among conservative women to like abolish their political rights and any hope that for for women to ever truly politically be recognized as equal under the law because the 14th amendment is is vague and equal protection clause is sometimes used to defend on the basis of sex discrimination um if you the uh uh, uh ruth Bader ginsburg especially loved to use that argument in her when she was both on the court and when she was arguing in the court as a lawyer. Um, but it's not always upheld because there's no actual uh, constitutional clause that says such. And that's kind of what the Equal Rights Amendment was meant to do. So there was, there was a huge movement of conservative women who, who wanted to, to stop any hope of women's political rights becoming a concrete thing and they succeeded because we don't have an equal rights amendment if you know your amendments there's nothing that's that says anything about right um about equal rights outside of the 19th, the 19th. yeah and sometimes the equal protection clause uh so from from some perspectives like housewifery is is like the ideal and they want to preserve the family unit i don't believe mm-hmm. this but yeah. Now so. tell us why you don't think women should make as much as men. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like trans women are women. <sighs> change our minds. Um, I'll change your mind. Trans women are not women. They're boss ass women. Ooh. Oh, I could cl- I could cut that really bad though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, can you end the podcast no. there? Um, <laughs> thank you. 
Oh, thank you. Yes, really? uh, because because trans women were once men, they actually deserve more rights. Oh, that's an whoa. argument I haven't heard made. <laughs> oh, I there, there's a lot that of nuance could, to that. That could get you in trouble, or. or I can get you a job or get you fired. Yeah, I don't know which one's gonna get you though. I like that a That's lot. That's impressive. That was actually they're better good. than normal women because they were once men. <laughs> All right, trans men are men. Change our minds. Harder to defend. Yeah, how do they get more rights? We can't. We can't air this. You can't do. You can't do this. You can air the last part, but you can't. The last part was sick. You can't do this. Um. <laughs> No, it's just like an actual issue. All right, what is an actual issue he might disagree? I mean, there's nothing, there's there's no there's no bipartisan issue in United States politics. No. I'm trying to think of, a, like, a point I'm trying to make. Um, Private charter schools should be abolished in the United States. Um, I don't think he wants to change our minds. Yeah. I think that they're... Should be uh, no. Actually, I don't believe in parent choice at all. Yeah, no. This is gonna work. I don't. Yeah. I don't no. Think, I feel. I feel like we're I don't kind of it, all alike politically. I don't think government, or I don't think um, the government should fund private schools. If we gotta, well, especially we, with religious I mean, affiliation. Well, I think no. I, there's certain things like, um, in if you're if you're like in the middle of nowhere, there's no reason to put a public school there. Yeah. Um, in the government, like the government has to has to you you need an education legally. okay yeah that's fair yeah so they're they have to pay the private school tuition well, no, but no, isn't no. that you, you know what's getting just a public school and no the government's paying the the government tuition is, the government's paying the, no because it's a private school and whatever the private school's values are but the government and there's been there's been some there was a supreme court case i can't remember what it was but it was to get uh it was so that you can like this can still be a, a thing the government funded private schools um because the government can't provide public schooling um but it can't they can't have religious affiliations i think it didn't i think it it was not well you you know what's happening right now what in philadelphia the philadelphia public school system is broken i think all public all like city schools i saw a vice documentary before they like went bad like when they were actually like making good content about a Philadelphia public school, I don't remember what it was. Well, like, uh, and, and now what they're doing is instead of funding public schools because, like, the I, I guess the return on investment, like the amount of students who are graduating and, like, doing stuff is so low, they're taking away the money that they were giving to these public schools who are already struggling and giving it to these private charter schools. And it, it, like parents are, you know, moving their kids out of the, these public schools, so it's destroying any chance of any like minority or poor population in Philadelphia of ever getting a good education and rising up, because mm-hmm. uh, all these charter schools they're taking all the money and then they're taking all the privileged kids. That kind of happens everywhere. School funding. I mean, there's two perspectives on school funding, like rich. Schools in rich places are generally better than schools in Perrysburg versus TPS. Not so rich places. So we did determine an episode. Uh, <laughs> TPS in our episode, the TPS has more APs. They have three more AP classes. Yeah, than but do. split among more four schools. Yeah, four schools, not one. Right. So yeah. anyway, that 
the good the schools that are already good and get the good test scores and have the higher property taxes are gonna get better because they're gonna they're gonna keep getting state money and the schools that don't aren't mm-hmm. in that Cycle. I think there's two perspectives like if you um, I guess there's a socialist and a not socialist perspective that if a school is struggling and I think I think schooling is one thing where we have to be very um, like we have to s- strive not like the, the capitalist ideal is equity but I think schooling is one thing where we we really need equality because it's 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 ridiculous to say that because you grew up poor that you're gonna get a then you're gonna get a subpar education and you're gonna continue to be poor not I mean obviously there are exceptions but I think that the general rule is that the, the way you grow up is going to have the, the, the largest influence on your life of any any possible factor right um, versus if you grow up rich and you go to a good school that you're gonna that you're gonna you know continue and your children and your children's children are gonna continue the same same cycle but I think schooling is one thing where everything really needs to be controlled because there's no there's no possible moral justification to stamp a child from the beginning of their life um, for you know for for the sins of their father to put it right and at this moment there is no equality of opportunity mm-hmm. I mean like what's the phrase that the typically said by people on the right like um like equality of opportunity doesn't equal equality of outcome or whatever how like when they say like even if everybody started equally you know some would still get ahead because they work harder yeah it's but like like equality of i mean potentially but equality of opportunity just it's it's an untested proposition yeah because i think i think that a lot of people on the right don't actually want want change they have they have they present an all or nothing attitude but in reality they they always want nothing and they're never going to want the all so even if you had a perfect system that has equality of opportunity and equality of outcome they're never going to go for it it's like gun control their their argument is well outside of second amendment which is literally just uh we said this thing so we're going to use this thing to keep saying this thing i mean the second amendment was formed to protect citizens from an overbearing government Mm -hmm. yeah and what happens now? Let's take the entire NRA. Let them all pick the best weapon. Every member of the NRA say you can take the best weapon from your, from your locker at home. Mm-hmm. We're going to pair all of you up with the United States military. <laughs> Who's going to you win? You have your best weapons and your best men. And... United States military is going to uh, mock come and try to take your guns. The whole come yeah. and take it thing, oh, buddy, if they wanted to take it, your house is, <laughs> is gone. Isn't it the scary your thing? Your neighbor's about, house is gone. That's the scary thing about having the, the largest and most wanted army in the, milita- or in the world. We can't protect is, ourselves against it. We don't even need the Second Amendment anymore. If, if President Biden... For whatever reason, was like he, you know, the the Wallace family that lives in Perrysburg, Ohio. 
I hate him. Go get him. And then signs a national declaration of war, and Congress approves it. I mean, like... What am I going to do? In order for the Second <laughs> Amendment... The, I mean, the Second Amendment was beneficial back then because of the worries that they had, and that was of overreach of government, which they experienced, you know, with... In Britain. King but George. what we need now is we need, like... The right to bear a nuclear arsenal. I mean, that's what would have to happen in order to put us on the level with the government. Now that's so, what I'm talking about. And also, like, in order to take down a bad person with a gun, you need a good person with a gun. What if we don't have a bad person with a gun? That, that's that's the thing. Is what do we need to? What do, what what do you? What does it require to take down a bad person with no gun? Yeah, they say, a good person also with no gun. Because they say that, um, like. People still get murdered when there's an assault weapons ban, or yeah. when when because there's illegal guns and whatnot. Okay, but like twenty thousand people versus forty thousand people dying a year to gun violence. I mean, what would you rather have? If banning assault weapons overall saved one more person per year, and this is factoring in all of the people who could no longer protect themselves with a gun. Mm-hmm. They would say, "Don't do it," because they just love their little weapons. Because they're, yeah, they're they don't n- truly value the human life. Because they're not actually looking for change; they're proposing, exactly, ulti- like, in, uh, like an unconquerable, unconquer- un- in- so, yeah, I think, sure, it is. Uh, ultimatum that you know, uh, a form of idealism that that will never be achieved to continue to just promote their their ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, I, I hate. We're already on, like, I, I don't know what the number is. It's like, it's either 270 or 220, something like that. We're, we're on, like, our... 200 let's say 250th 250th math sh- mass shooting of the year it's whatever the amount of days there's been in the year plus like 50 yeah like it, it's it's crazy insane how I mean, can you ju- how can you justify that i think i saw, i saw something i was probably posted by box that said something like there's only been like 10 days this year where there's been more days elapsed than mass shootings Another thing, another another like big I mean, argument. Pe- people realize there's countries that have like one tenth of the population of the U.S. that have zero and have had zero in ten years. Yeah, we should we should make a we should make a podcast. It's like how to dismantle the right, but we'll get to that later. How to dismantle another the thing US. that they like to point to is that 56 percent of gun deaths are suicides. Um, and this actually this this has so many ramifications for the right. They they hate what I'm about to say. Um, don't oh, what, what what am I thinking of like the the scams don't uh don't no it oh shoot it's like don't um uh, god damn it, it I, no it uh it, it's something you would have on like a BuzzFeed article it's like don't read this article otherwise I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking of. It doesn't matter. You can. The right doesn't want you to hear about this. Sure, something like that. Yeah. Um. Or they'll say like the government doesn't want you to hear about yeah. this. Yeah. Um. 
and then they'll say you can you can invest all of your <laughs> all of your money in Dogecoin. <laughs> Did you know that you don't have to pay taxes? Yeah. Um, well, I have a funny, an interesting taxes uh, fact. I'll get to that in a minute. So they'll use that fact, and this this has two ram- two big ramifications. One is gun control, and the other is they're like they're big like men's mental health advocacy, right? Um, which isn't actually advocacy for mental health. It's mm-hmm. just to hate on mental health efforts in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so two big ramifications are one, 56% of gun deaths are, yeah, gun deaths are suicides. Right. And I think it's about the same for suicides. About 57% of suicides are by gun. Um, and they'll use that to say that, well, all of these deaths are still going to happen. And no, it's not true. People use guns to kill themselves because it's easy. Yeah. Guns don't hurt. And they're there. Yeah. You are m- yeah. very, I think, like 8% of um, s- self-inflicted gunshot wounds uh, are survive. And something like 70% of drug overdoses yeah. are survived. And I'm sure a high amount of attempted hanging is, yeah. Yeah. survives. Yeah. And it might be more. But people, people use guns because they're easy and they're quick and they're, they're accessible. Work. Right. Um, and if you don't have quick, easy, accessible ways for somebody to kill themselves, they, they might not kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, what? And that's that's another thing. It, like, it goes down to like biological decision-making of why the men's suicide rate is so much higher than women's. The attempt rate is actually very similar. I think women attempt greater, but they're not – they don't use – um, they're not as violent. They don't. Yeah, they're not going to mm-hmm. use as like forceful means like guns to to do it. They're more likely to do like a like a drug overdose. Yeah. Um. So it's it like it's a terrible argument. No, which uh, that's something that I stumbled upon when I was writing my English speech. Yeah. Do you remember when you had to write your English speech this year? Mm-hmm. Mine was about uh, men's suicide rates and what it means to be a man coming from somebody without a father very compelling speech uh but yeah no the attempt rate is almost it is higher in women but men tend to uh choose like like go big or go home so to speak like it's you know like car crashes or death by cop or uh, or suicide by cop or guns, like stuff like that, where like it, it's a lot more uh, in your face, if you will. Yeah. Um. I mean, and uh, like not men's mental health specifically shouldn't be dismissed, but I think we're trying really. We should all want the same thing. Not everybody wants the same thing. Some people want talking points, some and not change. Um, but assuming you're like a rational person, mm-hmm. you you do want change, and we all want the same thing. And one of the best ways to get the thing and to you know not have as many men kill themselves and not have as many people kill themselves and not have as many people die from guns is to restrict guns. I was at Fin Feather Fur last weekend with my older brother. I don't like being in that store. Neither do I. Yeah. 
Do you want to know how much it would have cost if I was eighteen? How much? How much do you think uh, it would have cost me to buy a gun? Eight hundred dollars. Seventy nine ninety nine. Two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> that is. Not hard I, that I is, spent that much on podcast equipment this weekend. I I spent I spent more on my new. Let me get these. Two hundred fifty dollars is the same that it cost me to go to a car to to like lose a car key. These and get it replaced. The, those were three hundred bucks. I just bought them. New, new uh, earbuds. That cost me more than a gun. What are they? The new Bose Quiet Comfort Twos. Nice, nice. Dude, they they are nice. Yeah. They were three hundred bucks though. You had the old Bose ones, right? <laughs> um, I lost them. I don't know where they went. Yeah, if anybody finds a gray pair of Bose headphones that look like they were owned by me, will you please tell me? Yeah, they do look like they're owned by Noah. <laughs> Noah. Noah's purple earwax, in case you. <laughs> People have told me like the things that I own just give off a Noah vibe, and I don't know if it's the. Like just that they associate me, but they're kind of right. Yeah, I I think in some ways you're kind of like purely utility. Yeah. Uh, like, like <laughs> no, no, that's a good purely point. utilitarian. Yeah. Yeah, like the Jeep Liberty. That's the, utilitarian. The, the it's getting you where you need to be. Jeep Liberty. It got you where you need to be, and you had no problem with it. Yeah. That is true. You're not gonna buy AirPods because, why? But but there's but there are I mean there are like certain ridiculous things. Yeah. The Gorilla Cover. Um, hey. Your this podcast. This podcast. <laughs> most of my friendships, all frivolous. <laughs> well, we are uh, all mean nothing. I'll tell you what. In the first thirty minutes of this, I did not think it was gonna go two hours. No, I didn't either. Uh, did you? No. Yeah, but we are at two hours. Um, and I'm not, I wa- I'm not saying that's like a limit, but in Kane's chicken closes in an hour. So yeah, and I was good. planning on hitting that on the way home. So you know. I think this is a good place to stop. Aiden, you have been an excellent guest. Um, this has been a very deep episode, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who check out right about an hour. Uh-huh. Um, there's going to be. This far, thank you very much for supporting us and watching. Um, this is going to be a busy week with uploads. Um, we talked a lot about guns and suicide in this episode. If you are uh, having a mental health crisis, please call 988 or text HOME to 741741. Um, thank you very much for watching. Noah, Aiden, it's been great.